Beitzah, Perik Dalad, Mishnah 4-5. The Mishnah lists more things that one may not do on Yom Tov, either because it's making a Kli, or it's fixing a Kli, or even making an Ohel, a tent, as we'll see. The Mishnah begins and says, Ein shovernes acheres ve'en chotchenes niyar litzlos bo maliach. You're not allowed to break a clay tablet or cut a papyrus to roast a salted fish. Here's the situation. In the time of Chazal, sometimes they would roast fish on an open fire using like a metal griddle or, um, you know, griddle, let's say, over the fire. The problem is the open fire itself would cook the fish too fast to burn on the outside and the metal would get so hot it would char the outside of the fish before the inside could get cooked properly and therefore they put something to intercede between the fish and the flames and the metal griddle and that um, was either like a slab of clay or some papyrus like like it's papyrus like paper the same word origin papyrus paper the papyrus is like rolled reeds that make like something that looks like paper and works like paper, they would soak that in oil first and then put that um, on the griddle over the fire. So the Mishnah is saying, Ein shovernes acheres, you can't break a clay slab to use as like some of the, the, the tray, if you will, that goes over the fire for the fish because you're making a kli. The slab of clay becomes the kli. And similarly, in chotenes niyar, you can't cut the papyrus because, again, by cutting the papyrus to a size useful for roasting the fish, you've made a kli. So it would be forbidden. Let's los bo maliach. Similarly, ve'en gorfin hatanur v'kirayim. You're not allowed to rake out uh, an oven or a stove. The tanur is like that conical, hotter oven. The kirayim has two space for two different uh, pots. And it's like a less hot, we'll call it the stove. Whatever the case is, these were used um, to bake bread. They put bread like on the side of the tunnel of the oven. And the problem is that they would have to put like a layer of like a plaster on the side of the oven so the bread wouldn't stick to it. And that over time, that plaster would like fold down with all the debris into the bottom of the oven. The problem is if it piles up too high, it can not work properly and also make your... Uh, your bread get ruined, and therefore one would want to go ref to rake out that debris from the bottom of the oven so that the bread would cook well. But the mission here says, You're not allowed to do that, because in so doing, you would be doing a tikkun, fixing for fixing a kli on Yom Tov. And even though that would be doing something, fixing what's called machshire ochel, things that are used to prepare food on Yom Tov, and this ton of holds, but this ton of holds that you're not allowed to do that on Yom Tov. You're not, even though it's for making food, since it's not for the food itself, it's for the utensil that makes the food, you cannot do it on Yom Tov. Um, there isn't a shita in the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds that one, yes, may um, fix up utensils, machshire, preparation for making food, um, under the Ochel Nefesh. Machshire Ochel Nefesh can be also prepared and, and fixed on Yom Tov. Um, but even Rabbi Huda agrees it's only in a case where you weren't able to do that preparation before Yom Tov came in. Like, for example, obviously if the plash on the side of the oven falls in on Yom Tov, you couldn't have cleaned it out beforehand. And therefore, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you'd be allowed to clean it out on Yom Tov. The halacha follows Rabbi Yehuda, in fact. So one could um, fix utensils that are used for making food if they are broken going in, in Yom Tov. But the halacha is only, that's only a, the case 
where you weren't able to do it on Erev Yom Tov. And furthermore, um, therefore the halacha comes out that one should not publicize this halacha, because even though it's technically true, people will come to this Yom Tov, fix something on Yom Tov, and next Yom Tov essentially not do the fixing before Yom Tov as they could, leaving the preparation or fixing for Yom Tov itself, which would be forbidden. Okay? Now, Aval Mechabshin, which you can't do, says the Tana, while you're not allowed to remove and rake out the debris, you could press it down. Kibush is to like conquer, to impose upon, um, and think it's kind of like not different from if your garbage can is overflowing with, you know, a bunch of, you know, milk cartons things take a lot of space. You put your foot and squish down the garbage can to make space for more. Same kind of thing. You're pushing down the debris in the oven so there's space for your bread to bake on the sides without it getting dirty or touched. And that is okay because then all you're doing is moving mukta. And moving mukta, even according to this tana, is mutter for the sake of ochal nefesh on Yom Tov. Also says the Mishnah, The word makifin here, although the word hekef means like to go in a circle or around, it also can mean to bring close together or be close together, as in we learn in Masechus Chala that you when you take Chala, you have to take Minha Mukaf from the Chala, the dough that's close by, two different doughs. So makifin is draw close. A chavit is like a, like a clay barrel. So the setup here is you have a, if you've ever been camping, you know, you want to, Cook something over a fire, you need to suspend whatever you're cooking over the fire. You need something on either side to balance it upon. That's the case here. You have an open fire, you're going to pull together two, like say, barrels. They'll be on either side of the fire, and then you'll put your frying pan balanced on top of those two barrels to be suspended over the fire. And that you can't do. You can't bring together two barrels to balance upon them uh, your, your pot because... That is making an ohel. It's like a tent. Of course, it's an ohel arai. It's just a temporary tent that puts asr midurabanan only, but it's still asr midurabanan. Um, to make such a thing on Yom Tov, it's uh, like a, a durabanan. It's a tolda of, of bona, making a tent, even a temporary tent. Since you're sheltering over the fire with that with that pot, so that would be an, an ohel, and therefore be forbidden. Vein som bakat. You also can't support your pot with a bakat. A bakat is a piece of chopped wood. And chopped wood is used for one specific purpose, which is for firewood. And therefore, um, while it's permitted to burn such wood as fire, as kindling, and you know, as, as fuel for your fire, it's otherwise muktza. And therefore, one cannot take this piece of chopped wood and use it as a support to hold up his pot, because it's muktza, and that's not using for food directly, it's for indirect, and therefore, it will be forbidden. Vechen bedela, same goes for a door, meaning you can't prop open a door using a bit of chopped wood, because the chopped wood is mukta, and propping the door open with mukta be forbidden on Yom Tov. Of course, let me just speak out, if you, going into, for example, if you went into Yom Tov saying, that's not a piece of chopped wood, that's my doorstop, then of course you can use the doorstop holding over the door. But if it's just been designated for, you know, stam, for use as a fuel source in the fire, it's mukta and it cannot be used to open a door, prop open a door. Finally, ve'en manhigen esa behema b'makel b'yom tov. One is not allowed to lead an animal holding a stick, with a stick. Now, it sounds like this is, again, a muktzah issue because we had sticks that were muktzah in the last couple of cases of the Mishnah. But don't be misled. This isn't about a muktzah per se. The issue here is the rabbis felt someone walking with a walking stick leading animals and looks like he's taking them to market. And that's forbidden 
uh, in and of itself on Yom Tov because one shouldn't look like he's going to market doing commercial activities on Yom Tov. And therefore, one may not do that. That would be the case even if he pre-designated the stick to be a walking stick because it's not a mukti issue. If he didn't pre-designate the stick, there's a separate issue, of course, of just picking up a stick to guide animals. You're carrying mukti as well. But that's not the point of the mission. The point of the mission is they issued their abun of taking animals to market or excuse me, it looked like you're taking animals to market by walking with a walking stick. Vrebi Alazar Berebi Shimon Matir. Rebbe Shimon says one is allowed to do that. He doesn't hold this Isidur Abanan. However, the Lacha follows the Tanakama that even if one had a non muktzah walking stick, one could not lead animals with it on Yom Tov, lest he look like he taking, he's taking them to market.